Challenges versus Podcast. A podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the Kobe, the Barcelonan sheepdog, uh, mascot of the 1992 Summer Olympics, who was drawn in the Cubist style. Uh, I am your co-host, Jordan, the Quachi the Sasquatch from the 2010 uh, Winter Olympics in Vancouver. Uh, he hails from the mysterious forests of Canada, wears blue Ooh. earmuffs, and dreams of being a hockey goalie. Uh, and i'm kevin like every good canadian child uh your olympics host and i am the 1998 winter olympics hosts uh mascots heidi and howdy two polar bears that both represent western canadian hospitality (laughs) so there you go did you say 98 or 88 88 uh, I thought you said 98. No. Because if there's one thing that people remember from the Olympics, it's the mascots. Right. Oh, that's, yeah. That's that's what the whole thing's about. Yeah, the, I the, just the... can't wait until they they unveil the next big mascot. Well, my favorite part of the Olympics is always when the mascot from the Summer Olympics fights the mascot from the Winter Olympics of that year. In a oh, death yeah. Match. I love that's, that's true. That embodies to me the Olympics. Yeah, when one throws the other one off a cliff, and yeah, you know, if and it onto survives, some... it's allowed to go on to another Olympics. Oh, but you know it won't because there's Olympic spikes down there that are ready just to receive its corpse into the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, as you may have gathered, this is our Olympic episode. Because, hey, it's Thursday, and the Olympics start tomorrow. tomorrow. But anyway, as you may have gathered, uh, we take would-you-rather and versus questions, and we argue them here on the show, and they're submitted by you, the listener. And this week, we have taken your Olympics questions that we've been getting and arranged them into a special Olympics episode, because... Summer Olympics, right around the bend. Nothing better. So let's, uh, you know, let's get a little bit of our um, competitive spirit going and uh, start these questions. Our first question, and the most obvious one, comes to us from Matt Schaefer, who wants to know, Summer Olympics versus Winter Olympics. It's, it's time to decide. We've got to figure this out right now. Ready, go. It depends if you love America or not. If you love America, then you're going to go Summer Olympics because that's the one we dominate. Winter Olympics are our write-off for <laughs> that's America. That's a good point. Because we don't know what the heck curling is, although it's one of the greatest sports. We're, well, we're working on it. We're getting our act together on that. But, you know, I mean, skiing and shooting at the same nobody, nobody knows what to make of that. So we just said, we're no too, thanks. We're too busy to be, you know, expected to pay attention to ice and snow for the couple months that it's around. Yeah, we're too I mean, to be fair. So many things going usually... on. We can't just stop our life to, you know, just like, oh, put on the brakes. Got to do some winter stuff. We're usually still in the top two or three of Winter Olympics, too. We're... Yeah, but we're not the top one, which is where America belongs all the yeah. time. We're not always the top one in Summer Olympics, either. I mean, especially considering the fact that the swimming event, kind of a farce. It's like, is there does, does the butterfly stroke really deserve an entirely separate medal than the freestyle? Michael uh, Phelps says yes, and I say yes along with him. Um, only because yeah. only because it gets America more golds. Yeah, I, what's it's the a problem? Beautiful, beautiful animal that goes through a metamorphosis that inspires us all. Yeah, like the Olympics. Yeah, but look, if there was, if butterflies didn't float through water like graceful beasts of burden, we wouldn't do it as an event. Okay, but it happens in real life. We have to represent it in the Olympics. Um, do they do they give kisses after bedtime prayers? Uh, only when there's flowers all up in their hair. Okay. <laughs> Little white um, ones, Kevin? Uh, yeah. Um, 
Ah, dang it, I can't remember well, the rest of that song. Here's, <laughs> here, here's my opinion. I'm a fan of the Summer Olympics because I feel like there's more head-to-head action going on. With the Winter Olympics, it's a lot of like, let's score this ski jump, or let's see if you can beat the other team's time on this bobsled run. Very let's subjective. see if you can rack up more points on this snowboarding run. Like, that's all well and good, but it takes forever. And you got to sit through, like, however many countries you've never even heard of to get to, you know, like, the Sean Whites of the bunch. Whereas with the Summer Olympics, you've got, like, head-to-head races. You've got people fencing each other. You've got all kinds of stuff going on. Sculling. And so you... It's it's more efficient, and there's I think there's more like there's more drive because you're you see who you're going up against at the same time. Yeah, but here's the thing: the summer Olympic team sports are kind of lame. I mean, basketball is kind of cool, but America mm-hmm, always wins, so it's dumb. Uh, whereas, why is that dumb? What? <laughs> America always wins. The greatest country it's, on earth always Kevin, wins. Kevin, it's so dishonorable it's because there is no, there are no challengers. We America could play America, and America would still win. Okay. Yeah, that happened when our <laughs> basketball team shamefully lost to Puerto Rico. Uh, which Olympics was that? I think that was while we were in Sydney. What did uh, we have a? Did we have a B team ready or something? No, it was NBA players. They just were not ready. Well, we usually lose to our own hockey players in in the Winter Olympics as well. Yeah, I was just about to those, bring up the finest of all Winter Olympic meddling events is men's hockey because it is all professional players uh, playing for their nation and being awesome. And you can really get in the uh, patriotic spirit by cheering on your team. It's just awesome. Yeah, but I I still I still agree with Tyler. Like Summer Olympics, you have way more of way more events where people are just beating the crap out of each other, like boxing and uh, Mexican boxing and Greco Roman boxing. boxing. Um, Greco Roman wrestling is in the Summer Olympics. Yeah, bare knuckle boxing. So's so's judo and handball, which I assume involves punching people. Ping pong. Um, also, well, Kevin, croquet. before you finish that list, squash. let me point out one of the major beefs that I have with the Summer Olympics. And that is that one of the events is horse dressage. <laughs> Wait, what? No. Get out of here. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of equestrian yes, there, events that are quite bogus. There is dressing, dressage, eventing, and jumping. Which one, uh, how is that, like, how is presenting your horse an olympic competition and two isn't it mostly the horse like isn't this supposed to be the you know triumph of like humanity pushing itself to the next level yeah proving themselves whatever not like an event for all horse kind no it's humanity triumphing over horses and telling them this is how it's always been, and this is how it's going to be. Bending them to our will. And exactly. On that. a similar level, ribbon twirling does not deserve a uh, a gold medal. Ribbon twirling? Uh, that's the ribbon. Ribbon's doing all the work I don't, there. I don't think that's an, an event anymore. Ribbon twirling? It yeah. is most certainly an event still. I'm looking, I'm looking at the, the list of Olympic of sports, but it's not there. Although, I would enjoy figure skating a lot more if there were ribbons involved. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That would be pretty sweet. Or if there were kites involved, that would be great. Like, maybe get a little bit of lift off the ice. All right, so horse horse dressage is pretty lame. But which would you rather attend and watch? Uh, at the Winter Olympics, you're going to have to be all bundled up with a scarf and a, you know, a hat with ear flaps and all kinds of layers and long underwear, etc. Yeah, you're going to look awesome. You'll have a beard. Summer Olympics, all you've got is a Speedo, body paint, and a beer cap. And that's all you need. You're covered in sweat. Yeah, and you are ready to cheer on ping pong. Yeah. Oh, sorry, table tennis. Yeah, t- oh my gosh. You're an embarrassment to Olympics. Um, I, w- I mean... The food's going to be better at the Summer Olympics. Really? Yeah. 
They're going to be throwing out paella and stuff. I mean, nobody's. You're not going to get. Uh, those beers aren't going to be as cold. You're not going to get. But you're not going to get. I don't think you're going to get like street stand vendor people in like you know, fifteen degree weather. They're not going to be out in force giving you cracker jacks and et ceteras. That's a that's a distinctly summer affair. Hmm, that's a good point. Um, Summer Olympics, though, have there ever been, like, conditions that cancel the Summer Olympics? Like, do they ever put things on hold because of rain? Because I know there can be, like, they blizzards during did the winter. because Olympics. of the Cold War and because of World War II. Does that count? Mm, uh, that's kind of like rain. That is a, it's like, a clashing of... It's like angels, opposing forces. angels' tears that freedom was <laughs> was uh, put on hold for so many years. Um, I would rather, well, because because let's be realistic, you're only going to see like one event anyway. Because you have to be you know rolling in bucks to see more than one event at the Olympics. Because I think you do you pay like by event that you go see. Um, mm, really, I think so. Um, I thought I the big thing was just going and collecting the pins. That's, that's exactly and, right. And it's shaking hands with the mascot. Right. Like, that's the big deal. But, because if I'm going to pick one Olympic event, it's going to be beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. I want to see beach them. volleyball. The exactly. sports. I want to, I want to be reminded of Top Gun, you know? Get me in there with some, some But on the other action. hand, you can go watch beach volleyball anywhere really mm. just just go somewhere on spring break and you like you'll get too much of it yeah Whereas but it's harder to find like quality bobsled to watch no but but if you're watching olympic uh beach volleyball it's like watching a tiger just just devour an antelope you know it's like something so beautiful and yet so deadly at its at its game you know it's just it's a thing that you have to see once in your life. Otherwise, you're not actually a man. That's a good point. All right, we need to come to a decision on this one. Jordan, what are you thinking? I'm thinking for like the past five minutes, I've been reading the Wikipedia article on pen spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently is Is that like... an Olympic sport or you just like, do you just want to learn? Well, I got there from ribbon twirling. Um... Uh... <laughs> But apparently that was that that's a thing in Japan I I hadn't encountered. Uh yeah. And there's there's some cool gifs on the Wikipedia showing you uh you know, like pen spinning in action. <laughs> it's quite stunning. Um, I will vote for Winter Olympics because curling is awesome and the biathlon is awesome and uh hockey, both men's and women's, is awesome and uh Skiing is pretty cool, and you got that snowboarding too. It's it's there's all, I would say consistently speaking, there's more cool. Like even the worst event in Winter Olympics is better than like half of the Summer Olympics bozo events, like horse walking and horse whispering and I don't know, field hockey. All right. So, Kevin, what are you thinking? Look, I'm going Summer Olympics because half the Winter Olympics events are races. So guess what? When you go to that luge, you're going to see about four seconds of somebody. If you, you know, mm. no matter where you are in the track, it's like, oh, great. I saw a blur go by for oh, a second. Kevin, Sweet. I'm not I'm so going glad. to the Olympic Games. I'm watching on my TV. I can see the entire Olympics. Who cares? Oh, good Kevin's point. Kevin's living life yeah, on the edge. I'm going there. Um... If you're, yeah, if you're, but even so, like, like even the TV coverage, you gotta keep switching all the cameras and stuff. I don't you have don't. the attention span for that. Just you don't have me... to switch those cameras. The cameramen take care of that. Yeah, all I'm saying, I don't want all these angles. I just want, you know what? I want to take me back to the days where it's just a one. Take camera you back shot. to the Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. And you know what? I that's I just want sit me down. In front of a can, or sit somebody down in front of a camera, toss on that baseball, or baseball is not an Olympic sport anymore, but basketball or, uh, chess. The, all them Olympics with the people that lie about their age, or the, the gymnastics with all the people that lie about their age. And the steroids uh, and the cycling. 
all that, all that Michael Phelps. Cause even swimming, it's like a, the pool's like 50 feet wide. You can cover that whole thing. Um, and shooting. Come on. Get, let's get that in there again. I don't think hey, that's. You know what's cooler than shooting? Shooting while skiing. But you don't shoot while you ski. You ski up to the shooting. And so it's like, well, why, why didn't I just watch shooting the whole time? Because they're exhausted while they shoot. It makes it harder, Kevin. What? I don't care. I'm not competing. Well, I just want to see people shoot. Kevin, stuff. can I put you? Can I put you down for the Summer Olympics? Then? Uh, yeah, America. Well, America puts itself down for the Summer Kevin, Olympics. Kevin, I'm never watching curling you. with you again. Uh, and yeah, our friendship's over. <laughs> Good point. Uh, and I am also going to go with the Summer Olympics. Because one, like I wanna, I wanna be that that you painted on my chest for the USA, and I I don't want frostbite getting in the way of that. And two, this year kayaking is Olympic sport, and that's pretty baller. Uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna be watching that. It was an exhibition last year, but they're having whitewater as part of the Olympics. Which should be a lot more exciting than bobsledding. Oh, by the way, also, steeplechase. People running and jumping and falling into a puddle of water. Pretty sweet. Matt, thank you so much for your question. And you're in luck, because the Summer Olympics are starting tomorrow, and they're the best Olympics. So, switch on over there, and uh, enjoy. Which reminds me, though, are the Olympics going to be on the internets this year? They'll be on the NBC. Hulu Olympic option. No, you got to get that. You got to get the cable. I'm Uh, seeing horses uh, in these steeplechase pictures. I'm looking at Kevin. uh, I'm seeing uh, there's there's a no there's a horses and a uh, runners because I'm looking at runners doing it. Moving on. This next question comes to us from Thad Morris. Thank you, Thad, who wants to know: Would you rather be on the 1992 Dream Team? Or the 1980s Miracle on Ice team. Go. Uh, good question. I'm going to go with 92. Well, I'm not going to. I'll listen to other. My my initial make, inclination make is to go towards the dream team. Cause you got a lot cooler personalities on that team. You get to hang out with Charles MJ. Barkley. Charles Barkley. Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry the Bird, um, man, John Stockton, Carl the Mailman Malone, Clyde Drexler. Uh, I'm doing all this from memory too. It's, the Wikipedia is not open. You got, you got uh, Chris Mullen. Oh man, uh, there's so many, so many Christian. They were Leitner. pretty amazing, and I mean, the uh, the Miracle on Ice team. They just kind of snuck on in there. Like, they were doing well, but it was kind of down to the last minute. Whereas, with the Dream Team, they beat, like, every team consistently by 40 points. They were doing real well. So, I guess the question is, would you rather be on, like, the undoubted juggernaut of your sport? Or would you rather be that underdog who gets the crowd to go wild right at the very end well i think i, I just miracle think there was more at stake cool. there was just more at stake on the, mirac- the miracle on ice i mean we didn't have anything to prove in basketball we invented it and like yeah so, that's what we had to prove yeah that we were still we, the best at it. we were still the best at it. but like that uh, the millions hockey, of dollars we pour into it are worth it are, <laughs> so it's it's more just proving it to ourselves like please please don't let these millions of dollars be wasted um, the Miracle on Ice, like, we were terrible at hockey, and then, and Russia was awesome at it, and then we were like, guess what, freedom's so powerful that we don't even have to be good at this sport to go trounce you, and, like, that's... They were a bunch of college kids. Yeah. They were our bunch... age. Yeah, and, Maybe um, a little younger. So that's another thing, I mean, that is at least motivation for kids to go to college, you know, like, maybe you'll have a Miracle on Ice type scenario, you know, please, stay in school, don't... Don't drop out. And and don't... Uh, I mean, I would venture to say that these guys partied hardy after the win. But you know what, kids? 
Yeah. You gotta you gotta keep your nose to the grindstone. You gotta study them book learnings uh, to get to the Miracle on Ice because that's what they did. No celebration until you beat the Soviets at their own game. Right. And uh, only then. I don't even like. Also, no dating. Who's the coach on the the uh, 1992 Dream Team? Because I know oh. that the coach Bombay. Who? Coach Bombay. Is it? Was you know, from with India? the the Mighty Duck formation. Is that is that right? It was uh, inventor of the the knuckle puck. It was Michael Fox or or wait no Emilio Estevez. Emilio. Yeah, taught us taught us all that that Greenland is icy and Iceland is actually green. The head coach is Chuck Daly, Kevin. Okay, I don't know who that is. Uh, Herb Brooks, coach for uh, the Miracle on Ice, gave that that speech. You know. Do you want to win or do you want to lose? And you should probably win. And that speech was pretty <laughs> inspiring. inspiring. Uh, I was paraphrasing. I don't know the exact text of it. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. And you get you get the Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? Like, that, that was, that's, you know, that's a nation coming back and saying, yes, we believe in miracles. And, you know, it's something that wouldn't be brought, brought back again until Hot Chocolate's You Sexy Thing. Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> Where are you from, you sexy thing? Um, I believe that things, came first, Kevin. Uh, I, I, you know what? Dates, it, it could have been like a time travel type scenario with a Terminator type business. I don't know. All I'm saying is it's a sentiment that doesn't come around very much. Uh, and I think we need to foster that. Uh, the Dream Team, they didn't need miracles to win. Uh, and... And that's why eventually they we lost at basketball because we forgot our roots. Well, which movie would you rather have based on you? The the Disney film Miracle on Ice or Space the, Jam. The film yeah, the documentary Space, Space Jam. Space Jam. Um I only saw Miracle on Ice on a bus coming back from It's also JFK it's called Airport. Miracle. That's it. Just Miracle. It's uh yeah, so I saw the, that because it's the only miracle to happen in the history of that's ever Canada. happened. Um, wait, was it like was it in in like a compilation of like videos featuring miracles, and that was like one of them, and then the other one was like it was an episode of MythBusters actually, where they they busted each of the myths, and then they arrived at that one like, no, this was a legit miracle. This was real. That and Ronald Reagan's presidency, both miracles. Um, can I can I interject for a moment? Go. I'm on. Yes, I'm on, please, Jordan. You've been silent for a while. I'm on Herb Brooks's I, uh, Wikipedia, and uh-huh. apparently he was well known for some original expressions known as Brooksisms by the players. And there are some some genuine gems in here, like "Don't dump the puck in." That went out with short pants. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I don't understand the connection between also, dumping pucks and... And I don't even know what dumping a puck means. You know, Willy Wonka hey, said it best. Short shorts. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamer of dreams. Okay, <laughs> a coach that will quote Willy Wonka is a coach that I will do anything for. I, I, will, I will stand up and say, oh, captain, my captain. Today. Kevin, you look like a monkey trying to hump a football. <laughs> <laughs> Wait... What? You guys he look was a like you have, coach. You guys look like you have a five pound fart on your head. <laughs> this man, this is a fantastic man. What? What? What are Chuck Dalyisms? Do guys, you have any? Guys, we're playing worse and worse every day, and right now we're playing like it's next month. <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't even understand that one. Wait. Oh, I got it. Oh, okay. It's a time joke. That's how bad they are. Oh man. Wait, but how would they do that? How, how could they skip all those days? I like not being hurt, though. And I feel like you're going to get checked and battered and bruised a lot more going up against the Soviets than dominating in basketball. Oh, so now, like, we're, now we're talking I, about who would you rather play with? Yeah. I would rather... Well, I would rather be on the Dream Team than the Miracle on Ice because, like, hockey players... Like, they've got dental bills out out the wazoo. What, just 
do you think because they don't brush their teeth? Because they don't brush their teeth or they don't floss? Because of the Bash Brothers. That's why. Oh, I gotcha. Um, well, here's the thing. I, the 1992 Dream Team did not have those basketball short shorts, which I am a big proponent of. So I, I feel like I was all ready and I was all set to say, yeah, I'm going to join that Dream Team because of those Silas shorts. But they didn't have them. Are you uh, sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this picture here, uh, and I mean, they're above the knee, but they're not above the thigh, and that's where I want the short to be. Um, I think that's that's really where the short falls best, is just right on the meaty part of the upper thigh. Um, just long enough that if you're wearing briefs, we can see your briefs. Yeah, exactly. That's the not so long and short of it. <laughs> that's... That's good. Um, also, uh, gosh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you're playing on the hockey team, you got you got that stick. You got a lot of you got a lot of chances to do some damage to some Soviets. Um, you could take out some. You could bring the freedom to them, is what I'm saying. That's uh, true. In basketball, I mean, you're gonna do what? Maybe a moving screen. Maybe a you know offensive foul. Doing some checking. I don't know. It's but you're not gonna be able to say. This is my country, and my country's about to punch you in the face. You can't do that in basketball. Mm, that's a good point. All right, guys, we need to take a vote on this. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Dream Team because I, you know, I want to I wanna prove that I am the best in the world, not, not just by a little bit, not just by a stroke of luck, but just because everyone else is a fly in comparison to my basketball prowess. Yeah. Kevin? You know, I'm going to go Miracle on Ice because even though it would be pretty baller to, to hang around with Patrick Ewing, um, I, I don't think a bunch of, you know, like 30-year-olds know how to party as well as a bunch of college kids after a hard-fought victory. That's true. Jordan? I'm going to go with Dream Team, because we wouldn't even know who Christian Leitner is. If, I, like, I st- if, I still if I'm on the Dream Team, like, it doesn't matter how much, how bad I am at the sport of basketball, I will still become a legend just by virtue of being on the Dream Team. So, like, name, like, more than three of the players on the 1980 Miracle on Ice team. Like, I can't name uh, one. Lady Liberty. That's not Spitz McGee. She, she was playing in there in spirit with them. Goldberg. <laughs> That's a mighty duck. Uh, the... <laughs> They're just, basically just the same team. Oh goodness! All right, especially in the second movie when they actually took on the Russians. All right, so thank you so much for your question, Thad. And weren't they, you know, weren't they up against Iceland? Who? Who was? In, in Mighty Ducks 2, they were up against Iceland. No, no, I thought they were they were up against um, Ivan Drago, right? It was all of them versus him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. After he killed Rocky, he, mm-hmm. he donned the skates. Right. No, no, he didn't even have skates. He just ran around the ring. <laughs> so, thank you, Thad. And next time you have to choose between... Supporting the Miracle on Ice team or the Dream Team, go with the Dream Team. Because, you know, they're the ones that still exist in your dreams. Up next, we have a question from Eric Terribio, our good friend, who wants to know, Modern Olympics versus Old School Greek Olympics. Oh, like all the way back there. Well, here's here's the first thing that needs to be brought up. All competitors, buck naked. Like, that was the uniform for every single sport. If you wore clothes... Yeah, so... There's no there's no debacle with the whole, you know, oh, those swimsuits are making these swimmers much faster, blah, 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 it's blah, blah, we got to ban them. No, Gosh. it's all just, you know, perfect aerodynamic human form. Think of how comfortable, think of how comfortable it would be to, to just be out there in the buff, just competing your guts out, literally, because they would just be spilling out over there because there'd be no clothes over those things. I mean... There would be That's nothing true. holding you back, literally. It would just But be here's so the problem, Kevin. Like, things are going to get dirty in the Greco-Roman wrestling ring. I mean, 
There, there it is. There's going to be some cheap shots going on, and you have nothing to protect your your most vital of possessions. That's true. Yeah, well then, I mean, you'd have to have rules. I'm sure they did. Or they were just tougher. Yeah. You know what? They were just tougher people. They were like, you know what? I can withstand this. And that's I think that's something we need to recapture. Well, here's a question for both of you guys. Uh, I will. I choose not to uh, supply an answer to. Uh, the uh, old school Greek Olympics, women weren't allowed to compete. What are your thoughts? You know, uh, they. I bet you they were allowed to compete in the classic women's sports. Um, of what? Sandwich making? Baking, yes. <laughs> uh, sandwich making was another event. <laughs> Um, uh, flower. Arranging. I'm really glad Kevin answered first, so I can just look good by comparison. Uh, I don't say. <laughs> take taking the kids to school. Who could do that faster? Um, oddly enough, flower arrangement was a men's sport. Uh, it was a different time. It was. It was. Um. Uh, yeah, that's kind you of see, a bummer. If you there's no budding. You Olympic don't have any of those then. like couples sports though. Like the uh, the duet skating? ice skating or stuff like that. And honestly, double the gender is double the fun. Double the Olympics with double mint gum. Also equality. That's Internet. true. Uh, oh, that's another thing. Naked Olympics, there's another competition going on that's not getting gold medaled. But everybody's feeling it. And uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm willing to compete in that, that competition. The what? What? What competition? Uh, well, it's just it's it's a competition of pride, um, <laughs> of stature. Kevin, uh, it's it's not about uh, it's not about you. It's about winning. It doesn't matter, you know, what creed or how you look or whatever. It's about we, taking home the gold. Uh, but we can edit that out. For if modern. You want. Yep, keep it. <laughs> for the modern for the modern <laughs> Olympics. Uh, we've, there have been so many additions, like, there's the whole commercial aspect with the, the, whatchamacallits, the, the mascots. The mascots. The ridiculous mascots. Yeah, you want that, I mean, though, right? I don't, I don't think so. Like, I think back, back in the Grecian days, it was more just straight up about, you know, proving your city-state's worth. Right. And as opposed to, like, bringing in the bling. And, and in the modern Olympics, you know who's giving you the medals? The snobby idiot judges who are all biased. In the ancient Olympics, you know who's giving you the medals? Greek Zeus. gods. Yeah. Zeus and Athena and Ares. <laughs> they come down from Mount Olympus because that's where the games are held. And, and uh, they bestow upon you demigodhood for winning. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. That's pretty much how it went, yeah. Um, you know, I one... One thing that I think the modern Olympics uh, does have over the ancient Olympics is that in the ancient Olympics, when you finish the marathon, uh, your heart explodes and you die because that's how the marathon got started. Um, to be fair, though, Kevin, true. you did just save your entire city-state by uh, informing them that the Spartans are, are attacking you or something that's, like that. That's true. I guess, you know, spectators, it's kind of a wash. But if you're competing, I would probably rather survive. Just Ooh, spectating? Spectating would be much, much nicer in the modern Olympics. You've got quick prepared food. Ooh, that's true. You've got Back you don't support. have to. Yeah, you don't have to be sitting on like a slab of stone the entire time. You yeah. have you have cushions. For yeah, your but let me tell you what what the modern Olympics have that the uh, the Greco ones did not. Uh, I bet there's going to be some jerk with a vuvuzela uh, at the modern. Ooh, no, that's good though. Oh. No, it's not. No, an Olympics no. without the vuvuzela is that's not an Olympics to me. I need that vuvuzela. You you know there's got to be that drunk guy on wine who just won't shut up on his panpipe <laughs> just the entire time going bananas. <laughs> hey, he he was the inventor of jazz, so. Uh. Playing the forerunner of jazz flute right there. Oh, that's that is kind of an advantage for the old school Olympics though. You can get totally hammered and just be like, Oh, it's a tribute to my god. Whereas <laughs> his, his name is Bacchus. Modern Olympics, you 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 are a slob. 
<laughs> you you have a problem. You need um, to take a number of steps. Yeah, and and uh, another problem I would say with the the ancient Olympics rather than the modern with the modern Olympics, they do those those shots of the stands, and you got some pretty fantastic fans out there. You got the guy who's just got that full ear of corn drenched in butter, who's just chowing down, just loving it. And, uh, you know, he, he notices that he's on the Jumbotron, but he doesn't care. He's just, he's going at it with that corn. Uh, I feel like... The guy next to him has a turkey leg. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I don't think you got Dude, that. Dude, that is the best. I don't think you got that back in, in the ancient Olympics, because I think people Oh, were I guarantee lucky. they were eating turkey legs. Oh, no, turkeys they were, were, a, they were a new like world that. thing. I mean, maybe in the uh, Native American games. Yeah, in the they had maize and turkey. The Aztec games, where right. if you lost, you got killed. You got sacrificed. That's, that's and... why the Indians kept relocating because we kept beating them in the Olympics. But they finally and settled in. They're like, well, you have you have more right to represent America in the games than we do. It's just a lot of lot of heats. Oh, good point. Another advantage of the modern Olympics: America's in them. America's not Ooh, in those wow. Greco Olympics. Ooh, wow, it's that's just a good Greece. Point. It's like, uh, well, but democracy was. Which that's is true. Good point. Athens is pretty much grew. like proto America. So yeah, yeah. Well, they were the proto men. But there is a lot more. You know, it's it's all nations competing at least in the modern Olympics. In the in the ancient ones, it's like who's better, Greece or uh, Greece. I, uh, Greece wins. Okay. Oh, Kevin, they they extended invitations to everyone else. It's, just, it's no really way. hard. You, they, they had to send the marathon runners, and then lions. they had no marathon runners to run the marathon. They were all dead. By they the were all they dead. So, for whatever well, reason, the the well, Grecians could not afford horses. No, they, I was they, just, I was just gonna say that's why the horse uh, events, you know, stayed in the Olympics until now, is because those were the only dudes that actually made it alive. And they're like, okay. I guess we'll just show off these with horses because the, we're kind of tired. With the old school one, though, you have a much higher chance of, of dying, just being randomly chosen out of the crowd and thrown into some kind of blood sport. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, man, we've got to set up the hurdles. Let's uh, let's have men fight to the death. <laughs> How about let's you? Put you some too. lions in there. Let's, flo- let's flood the arena and have warships go at it. <laughs> you two kill each other for the, for the amusement of thousands. But, you know, um, Tyler, I would rather die than sit through an opening ceremonies. So they didn't have those those nonsense, goofy, uh, several no. hour long opening ceremony like presentations. Uh, I just problem. say if we treat the opening ceremonies more like the Hunger Game movies, then uh, that would be it'll, so much it'll be a lot more bearable for everyone. Um, check checkmate, guys. Um, the ancient Olympics didn't have the John Williams theme. Oh shoot! Uh, Kevin, Olympics Kevin, don't mean anything. Kevin's anymore. definition of ancient Olympics is also now includes every Olympics before 1984. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is now we have a sweet theme that heralds the Olympics that makes us believe in the potential. Well, Kevin, are of you sure you don't want to go back in time to the last question and change your? Because the Miracle on Ice did not have John Williams Olympic theme either. Oh, he did though. That's the thing that, that you're wrong about is that John Williams was actually he as he was watching the Miracle on Ice, he was composing the Olympic fanfare and theme. Ah. It was his inspiration, so it was in the bowels of his creative soul. Okay, uh, because that's where all creative souls lie. Exactly in, in bowels. your bowels. All right, we have to we have to pick this. So, Kevin, what are you thinking? I'll go modern Olympics because at least now you get a medal. Before all you got was some leaves. Hey, here's some leaves. You won. Congratulations. Go That's go true. go plant this or something. Jordan, how about you? Uh let's see. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go classic. Because you know what? If it's if it's real hot at these classic Olympics, I can just strip down because no one's gonna bad an eye that. I mean we already got two naked guys going at it, so it's like if it gets real hot. I can cool off. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the modern because yeah. not only do we have equality, but we also have sweet, sweet stuff like curling and other ridiculous sports that we invented. There's so much more variety 
with the new Olympics. Whereas the old ones, it was like either you run faster, throw something further, or get eaten by lions less. <laughs> and I'm not huge into blood sport. I'm really, really squeamish. Boring. So thank you so much for the question, Eric. Our next question comes to us from Formspring, and they would like to know, would you rather be an Olympic coach or an Olympic participant? Go. Well, what's the glory in being a coach? Yeah. Uh, See, that's part of the argument. You see, there's a lot of pressure if you're a participant. Like, say you're you're training to run for, you know... The entire off-season, for multiple years, you're getting ready for this big race. And then you get up there, and you're pretty good. But you're not as good as Usain Bolt. That's like all that time down the drain. Nobody knows your name. You're a disappointment to yourself, to everyone, to your country. Whereas the coach is just going to like, eh, I'll train the next guy. I did my best. Whatever. See, I'd, I don't know if I'd want to be in the spotlight. I'd much rather have, like, a nice cushy check coming in for, for, you know, telling the world's greatest people how to do the thing that they already do a little bit better. (laughs) Or just be like, yeah, run another lap. Because that's all the coaches do, right? Yeah, but you know what? If you Fence another fence. If you're just, like, kind of angry... You know, whatever it is, maybe some investments didn't pay off. Uh, maybe your Netflix subscription is is messed up and you can't watch Netflix or something. Uh, as an Olympic coach, you are allowed to just be pissed off at all the people that you train and just yell at them and tell them that they're terrible. You know, like all those people that do the figure skating or the diving, just like, nope, nope, wasn't good enough. You're, you're, you're getting an 8.4 for that. That was garbage. You better do better the next time. And, like, that's that's what I want. Like, motivation by just utter contempt. That's pretty great. Speaking of figure skating, if you're a really good coach, no one's still going to want to break your kneecap. <laughs> that's a good point. Like, no one's going to have a vendetta against you as, like, the world's best badgammon coach. No, badminton. <laughs> I wish badgammon was an Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got outlawed at the People same time checkers did as an Olympic sport. Chess is considered an Olympic sport if we want it. We just never really have. <laughs> so yeah, that's that you're not a target if you're the coach, which is pretty nice. Yeah, Jordan, that's what are you true. thinking over there? I just you know, I, I don't see there's there's nothing to being a coach. The only people who are coaches are washed up athletes who are too old to compete anymore. They'd still be competing if they were young. No, I don't but see that's the point. it. That's what? that's exactly it. If you know you're done with your athletic years and you're old and shriveled up, you can still be a coach and you can order people around and you can people will still talk about you and. You know, you could still give these long-winded speeches. An ex-athlete coach, though, because then it's just like a constant reminder of my brittle, brittle bones. That, like, oh, and my, I I know how, I know how to do this better than you do, but I can't do it. So I guess I'll just have to try and beat it into your brain, even though you're young and dumb and think you're the coolest thing ever. (laughs) That would be a bit of a downer. Yeah, and you have to deal with like dumb, hot-shot young athletes. I'd rather be the dumb young hotshot after winning a bunch of medals. (laughs) Congratulations, Uh, you're you're an example to the youth. Um, That's true. If you're an Olympic coach, the president never calls the Olympic coaches to the White House. It's like, hey, great job telling people what to do. That's what I do all day. We we're kindred spirits. Oh, but what if he did? Oh, that would be awesome. You could though, just like a big bosses club. Yeah, it's like, hey. Do you want to That's run the informal name for do the you, Illuminati. <laughs> Big Boss Club. Big Boss Club. Hey, do you want to run the country for the day? We'll switch jobs. I'll tell some people how to run laps. You tell people how to launch missiles. Done. That would be so cool. Uh, I think that would be worth it just for the chance. The outside possibility that 
that President Obama calls you up and says, "Hey, let's get some let's get some leadership beers." If you're an Olympic athlete, though, you do get that spotlight on the world stage, though. Like you can make a you can make a statement. You can knock the Soviets down a peg. You can do some kind of crazy victory dance. I don't know. You can. There have been athletes who have done weird things, right? Like stuff with flags and anthems. Yeah, coach, sure. you're just kind of on the sidelines. Like you can't make a difference, even if you tried. Yeah, but you can look really intense though, and they'll always cut to you. You know, making that that concentration face. You always get. I a thought you were gonna say that. making out. <laughs> It'd be so. Well, that's true. No, no. I mean, if you're competing, you got to worry about all this stuff. I got to keep all this training regimen. If you're a coach. You can go to the Olympics and look for yourself a budding Olympics romance with a, a Olympic lady who's just waiting to be told how to do the steeplechase a little better. <laughs> Which may or may not be a horse event. We're not quite it's, sure. I think it's both. Um, <laughs> I think the Olympic event is a horse event. I think the people, people, uh, steeplechase is... I think the people chase is the people chase. more of a obscure, I don't know. Well, it was. It no, because uh, Chariots of Fire, it at least was an Olympic event. Ooh, yeah. Eric coaches, Little. well, coaches sometimes get movies made after them. Wait. But what? not quite as often as, like, baller athletes. Not for Olympic coaches. What about, what about what's-his-face, the coach for Miracle on Ice? Well, it was more about the team than him. Um, from those yeah, phrases you mentioned, it was all about him. Alright, we've got to pick one. And honestly, it's... Jordan, unless you have some, like, big points to make, it's sounding pretty coach to me. I don't have any points. Like, there's no glory. There's no gold <laughs> in getting a coach. I think you guys are being dumb. <laughs> well, you, what about the coaching event? There is no coaching event. Uh, not for you, but for the coaches. They have their own little awards ceremony. There's no, there's no coaches village. Uh, in the they have, uh, they have like an elaborate bingo that they're. They gotta the stay at some like two star motel down the down like twenty miles away from the stadium, uh, and they're just like, I don't uh, know, so hungover. Me, and... You could be. You could be the lovable, drunk, morbidly obese coach of oh, the Jamaican yeah. bobsled team. John Candy or and Tyler. I could be the good-looking, athletic, uh, gold-winning athlete no, instead of being that uh, ugly. I, I was hoping you were going to say Sanka. <laughs> no, but you're always you're always going to have people that hate you because you're too fast or too good or too driven or too motivated. Everybody loves that lovable, drunk assistant coach who... Pulls it, pulls it together for one game to say something really inspiring before he gets uh, cirrhosis of the liver, and then the whole team bands together at his funeral at the very end of the movie. Everybody loves okay. that guy. I'm going to say coach for all of the reasons above. Kevin? You guys are afraid. Uh, I'm, I'm going coach just for that sweet, sweet coaching gold. There is no coaching Selfish gold. Selfish Jordan? What? Jordan. What? <laughs> Which are you going with? It's I'm going with screw both of you. Because you're both being ridiculous. <laughs> and so, thank you very much, the internet. It is much better to be a coach than a participant in the Olympic Games, given you actually have the knowledge. I hope otherwise, the next generation is not listening, otherwise we will have so many coaches and no participants for them to So coach. many coaches that there will be an Olympic sport. Exactly. All right. Thank you. The coaches will finally get their own Olympic event like this. How are they judged, Kevin? Uh, uh, we, we already mentioned like all the categories. of brows. Furrowing. The depth of the creases in their brows. Exactly. So that's like a scored event. That's um, drinking. There's obviously a drinking competition to see who can drink the most. Yeah. Um, probably staring competition. Yeah, probably like like expletives, like how many you can get bleeped out on TV, like how you know, just like how, how the constant stream that you can do. Um, yeah. So that it just so people feel uh, like think that their TV is muted, but it's actually just one coach who's just really angry. 
how how many medals you can attach your name to. Mm, yes. Oh, one. how many coattails you can ride. Right yeah. That's a that's yeah. a racing event because you have to – you can see – you literally you have to ride coattails. Yeah. All right. So our final question is one that I came up with while browsing the Olympic Wikipedia <laughs> for the, uh, the Summer Olympics before this. That's always and cool. that is – which summer Olympic sport would you rather have brought back? Oh shoot! Croquet or water motorsports? What? Water what? motorsports? What? I there don't used know. to be water motorsports in the Ex- summer Olympics. Explain it, was, it all to it was me. Like speed boats? Are we talking about speed boats? It was speed boats. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was like motorboats and powerboats. Like, <laughs> like the old car. school, like long wooden speedboats. Oh, they look so beautiful. Oh yeah. Could, so it wasn't just like you drove a car into the ocean and see how far you could get it. This <laughs> is like oh, thirty feet. That's that's a new record. <laughs> that's pretty good. You you nailed oh, it. Oh man, buddy. he made his skip. <laughs> um, that's a that's a Honda for you. Uh, no, it it was it was racing in those long wooden speedboats. Okay, and so so it wasn't like an was... America's Cup type thing. No, I don't think so. Okay, but it was. That's that sounds pretty awesome. That does. Uh, you know, zooming around, but I can understand why it was taken out. Because uh, it's it's, it's kind of it's it depends. Highly on if your country can afford like a really really nice speed. Yeah, it's not dependent on athletics at all. It's just like, hey, can you steer things with a motor on them? You nailed it, man. BMX. Uh, Kevin, at least, Kevin, I, I like, think uh, you're gonna offend all our NASCAR uh, listeners by yeah. making that that statement. Hey, NASCAR what, is a perfectly NASCAR good reason a... to drink. Okay, <laughs> but it's it's not an Olympic sport. Nope, it's nor, is, nor is it a sport. It is. Sorry, guys, NASCAR um, is not a sport. I'm just saying it because it's driving. Um, although I, there are a few things I love more in life than Sunday's Finest. Then putting on a nice collared shirt, your, your newsboy hat, and heading out to play some sweet croquet. And you can just imagine how intense those guys will get. You know, like sending each other's balls all over the place, trying to look tough with their mallets. Um, I don't know. I just think it would be super fun. I, I just well, that love takes, it. Funny. That takes as much athletic effort as uh, speedboating does. So, um, Not if you're going to go for the slam play where you just hit the ball as hard as possible and see how many wickets you can get it to go through just by sheer force. If they have like a consolation medal for best outfit for croquet, though. I think I think it would get pretty interesting pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I I mean, croquet is, is the dapperest of Olympic sports. You can say that. I mean, unless yeah. unless they did do water motorsports in suits, which would be amazing. Um, but I I sense that that's not the case. Um, uh, I don't could, know, Kevin. You could be that guy who's really into Olympic croquet. You'd be like, oh, guys, I'm so excited for the Summer Olympics. I really only follow croquet, but we've got this guy coming up. And <laughs> we've got such Shooter a strong McGee, team. This Malik, Mallets McClanahan. There, oh, man. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what young, young Jumpy McJuniper <laughs> does. I'm just, I want to live in a world where Mallets McClanahan is a real Olympian. I just want that to be real so badly. Oh, um... Gosh, yeah. Now that now let me let me muddy the waters a bit more and just go ahead and break. Is our all boat form. race going through some muddy waters? Yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah. It's, muddy it's... muddy waters competed in the boat race. Oh, that's right. It's for well, the, that was the um, name of the boat. It's for the fan actually. boat competition through the uh, through the swamp. <laughs> you gotta shoot gators along the way. Uh, but yes. another Sorry, Olympic yeah. sport that was going strong for a while. I don't know why they canceled it was tug of war <laughs> i, I saw I it that's tremendous is the greatest measure of a country's strength if you know 12 guys can band together to pull a rope over a line better oh, yeah. than oh, somebody man. else's 12 guys 
you know that was just and then like afterwards you can those twelve guys can get five guys. Yeah, you know that like the person who suggested that was like some camp counselor who was like, let's put tug of war into the Olympics. That sounds like a good idea. Oh, the person who probably took it out was probably just like tug of war. Really? They just like they didn't even see it. That they just like, saw it on a list, and they're like, "Nope, cross out." It happened when somebody tried to add know, uh, rock like to climbing see... to the Olympic events. They were like, "What is this camp? Wait, we have tug of war." <laughs> oh shoot, we gotta get this thing out of here. Uh, wait, gosh. wait, they're trying to add tag to the Olympics. We, we have no what we we have a high rise ropes course for the Olympics. We'll put that I'd like in. to see tug Zip of war line? get like really competitive. <laughs> With, like, you know, assignments for the different spots on the line. You, like, you got you got, <laughs> you got the, the little anchor. guy at the front who the moves his man. feet real fast. Yeah, you. Japan has one of their sumo wrestlers on the end. Oh, and man. Just, Maybe just, that's dude, what if you... And you just started putting fat guys on it. <laughs> it just made them fall back. What if you started, like, adding penalties? Like, if you have blisters on your hands, that means you're a wuss. So, you guys, like lose additional points well no it, it's probably not that you lose additional points you just you don't get to go to crafts later on olympic That's crafts olympic at the olympic bra- village bra- bracelet making um I, I will say oh that would be great around the olympic village like oh yeah i'm on the part of the tug of war team maybe I'm you've heard of me, <laughs> heard like, of me. Uh, excuse me i'm i'm the number one ranked croquet player <laughs> in the world uh i'm tugger mcgrath so uh <laughs> Okay, yeah, who's who's going to have better trash talk? The croquet, the croquetier or the water motorsports man? Well, I, I feel like croquetier. Well, no, by nature of being a water sportsman, I'm pretty sure our our speedboater is from Long Island. So he's going to have that that uh that Long Island accent that's going to just make you feel inferior to you, to him and he's just going to keep on Throwing the, the insults and the casual, like, why are you even talking to me? Like, that kind of stuff. So, I feel like that guy would be no, in he's going to be wearing too. an ascot. Yeah, true. but croquet Although is for, like, the been poor taken millionaires. Back by lawn, yeah, by lawn sports enthusiasts. By That's poor true. college students everywhere. J- uh, jarts, the Oli- Olympic jarts. Uh, Frisbee golf, oh, the man, Olympic sport. So <laughs> um, I Never. I, I feel like, and this is probably ch- true for Olympic NASCARing as well. Um, the, the potential for crashes would be way cooler in water motorsports. I mean, in croquet, it's supposed to happen and it's going to happen all the time that you're going to clack some other dude's ball and, you know, oh man. That's it. That's the magic moment. Yeah. Oh, you hit it two inches out. How's he going to recover? How about fights though? Like if you like get angry at some guy for cutting you off in water sports, there's not a whole lot you can do. You can ram him. You could crash your boat into them and take both of you out, but yeah. then you lose. But, but if so you're playing cool. croquet, you got a weapon. If somebody makes you angry, take a hammer to the face. <laughs> that would be pretty That's a good sweet. Good point. That would be it pretty is weaponized. Sweet. Although a kamikaze speedboat run would be pretty epic. You just see chunks of wood and motor flying all the over the sea. The splinters were everywhere. <laughs> oh, all gosh. right, we've got a. So if you had to pick. Between croquet, motorsports, and motor water sports, and tug of war, which would you choose? <laughs> I like that we've just added tug of war in because it's sweet. Just because I really like tug of war. Uh, tug of war! <sighs> okay, how about this? You play water motor tug of war. Where what? You, you have, oh, you have eight, wow. eight boats, and everybody's just motoring opposite directions. <laughs> And you, see. Oh, and you have one guy who walks across the tightrope with a croquet hammer. Exactly. It's and tries all, to hit the other guy's fingers. They're all three combined. So you have a, yeah, the croqueteer tries to hit the other dude's fingers so they can't motor it up. Uh, he's called the basher. Um, yeah, I, I vote for water motor croquet war, tug of war. I also go with water motor croquet war. Jordan? Dude, I just need tug of war, man. Let's get this on the ground. <laughs> Water motor tug some, of war wins. Water motor some, croquet war some wins. Some variation of tug of war wins. So start start sending uh, angry letters now. Start an e-poll because that's how things get done in today's modern era. Yeah, start and, spreading uh, the news. Get it put back in there. 
So thank you so much for joining us for our Olympic episode. If you have any uh, non-Olympic questions or more Olympic questions, I don't care, uh, send them to ninjasversuspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on Twitter, Ninjas versus Podcast, or with the NVP hashtag. Use formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast if you're just shy and you don't want your name right on the air. And, or you can head to our sweet, fancy new website, ninjas versus podcast dot Eric Toribio. That's T O R I B I O dot com. He's graciously letting us uh, piggyback our website off of his. And you can find all of the old episodes on there. You can stream online. You can you can check it out and comment. Do whatever you want. Or just enjoy all the old back episodes on iTunes as well. Uh, because we did switch to the new server, though, um, our ratings for the show are still there. So we still have, like, the 43 five-star votes or whatever. But individual episode ratings all got cleared because it's registering a new feed. So more than ever, we could use you guys going to iTunes. Give us those five stars if you like the show. Uh, rate it. And more than anything, just share it with someone you like. Like, find a link to one of the shows and be like, hey, let's let's improve our friendship by bonding over these arguments. And that'll make us so happy. Jordan, do you have a tweet of the week for us? I do. It's from... Uh... New Voices Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm sure their oh, their their use of NVP is probably probably referring to us. But probably. they ask oh, they ask, they're asking us, and I think like we should answer. You know what's what's your favorite NVP event or initiative, Tyler? Uh mine is the one where people have to jump over the intellectual hurdles that Jordan throws out by making obscure references that no one's ever heard or care about. Mine's our challenge to solve uh, political disputes through basketball and specifically through dunks. I think that really Which that's... Which we tend to do a lot on this uh, show. Oh, yeah. Look, d- people, dunks solve everything, okay? Yeah, I mean, why are we arguing? Let's shut up and jam. Yeah. I'm going to go buy some Dunkaroos up, right shut now. Shut up and jam, Guyton. Uh, <laughs> Dunkaroos, the snack of the of the people. Um, well, thanks, thanks, New Voices Pittsburgh, for asking us. Jordan, what's your favorite initiative that we've started? Uh You know, I, I'm going to go with the one we started in this show to bring back Tug of War. That's my favorite initiative. <laughs> Done, yeah. Hey, Olympics, uh, if you're right, listening, do which it. Which comes right above Trust Falls. <laughs> Who is the most trusting? America. In the, in the, I'll be over in the, the internet Olympics. before every episode. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to catch right. you. One, two, three. <laughs> I didn't catch you. I told you I wouldn't. Did you trust me? Did you trust Our final question for the show. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. <laughs> but I'm going to fall now. So I trust you, maybe. <laughs> uh, Jordan, you're... Uh, Our... Your 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 greatest song uh your greatest song parody was uh the parody of one two three four. Oh uh, yeah, the plain white tea. Yeah, one thing to eat. There's, no, there's only one food to, to eat, eat. Three cheese pizza for me. I love food. <laughs> oh gosh, I love it. every time I hear that song, oh, I always think of that. Like that's such a better song. Oh gosh. <laughs> Our final question. Oh, man. I don't even know what our final question should be. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, go for it. Our final final question in the spirit of the name of this podcast is Ninjas versus Marathon Runners. (laughs) Um, Oh. Ninjas, because they're... During those 26 point whatever miles, there are going to be a lot of opportunities for surprise attacks. I'm going marathon runners because in the movie 300, uh, those Persian ninjas definitely lost to the dude that ran back and told Sparta that this is Sparta and we need to go help those dudes out. And I'm also going to go marathon runners because you know what? If that ninja sees you, he can just start running. And that ninja, he's not a marathon runner. Eventually, he's going to he's gonna tuck her out and fall over. That marathon runner, he can keep going. 
So, thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. I'm Kevin. And until next time... USA! 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 <laughs> I second that. I will also third that. Also, send a letter to your state representative asking for more tug of war. Because yeah. they're on the yeah. International the Olympic Committee. Party. Yeah, <laughs> just well, in general. Tell them to get on the, well, national, the International Olympic Committee. What the heck have they been doing oh. their whole time in office? We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. And we'll be dead when we're all done. Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Alright, I'm ready. Boom, I'm ready right. for it. Ready? Okay, okay I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> you guys... I'm ready. Alright, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you I'm ready now. I'm ready right. now. I'm ready now. <laughs> Can I be Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm ready now. Uh they weren't mascots, they were competitors. I am <laughs> I've never been more ready. Uh, no, I right. I'm ready. ready? <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, I'm ready.